The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, we are so up to date this week, so up to date. We're literally doing this hours before it goes out because the studio blew up the other day. Well, the computer in the studio blew up the other day. But just to prove how up to date we are, Wales won the rugby against Argentina. Mm -hmm. You were there. It was, indeed. England had a few losses, but they did win the uh, the T-whatever cricket thing. I know you're a huge fan of cricket, (laughs) along with with Steve Vaughan. And um, we are that up to date, that in front of ourselves, that England have won the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. (laughs) No, because that's not going to happen, because Wales are going to win it. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, yes, we're we're in the same group, aren't we? Yeah, this time next week, it all started. I don't know whether we should talk to each other that particular The Fujicast. What do you think the score's going to be between England and Wales, the the football teams, that is? Well, I think because it's the third game, if Wales and England, which hopefully they both will win their two group games before that, then it'll be almost a dead rubber. It'll be to decide who finishes top and second. And then that depends on who finishes top and second in the group that they'll be playing against. So they'll either both be going out for a win or both be going out to try and lose. <laughs> Have you ever thought about becoming a football pundit, Kev? <laughs> it's true. It's that, true. Was, that, was, that was excellent work. Although I don't, I don't know whether politically, in in the correct sense, we're supposed to actually. I don't. Know, are we supposed to be wanting to support this World Cup? I'm so confused, Kev. I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, listen. It wasn't us that picked where it was played, so I'm supporting it. Yeah. All right then. Well, welcome to the, the well, well, welcome to the Fuji Cast. Um, it is going out as as usual on a Monday, but you will not know the efforts that have we've had to go to to make it happen. Uh, Honestly, Kev, I knew my... I call it the brains of the studio. And it started making this kind of watery noise. It was like a water trickling noise. And and then I I played around with the electricity a bit and then it never turned back on again. Well, to give it some context of where we are in, in the real world... We are 73 minutes, 23 seconds into the Scotland All Blacks game. Currently, <laughs> Scotland trailing by one point. I have it on my other screen. Does that mean you're not going to be taking any notice of what we're doing in this? In this, Not for the next seven minutes until the game's over, no. <laughs> well, you can give us a running total, can't you? <laughs> yeah, well, As we go along. it's been a great game, though. In fairness. Um, well, welcome to the Fuji Cast. As always, your questions uh, we'll, we'll answer. Um, last week was the uh, the the uh, grand launch of the the XT5. That's out. Um, we had uh, a new lens as well. The oh, help me here, Kev. Thirty-five millimeter lens. No, thirty. Uh, sorry, thirty millimeter. Thirty mil macro. It's actually been a lot of a lot of chitter chatter about this lens. Yes, Obviously, it's not uh, available yeah. until Thursday, or you can't get your hands. So on it. much chitter chatter that I got the focal length wrong. <laughs> Indeed, but um, yeah, I think you know I've been looking at some of the the reviews and people who've had the the prototypes and everything, and mm. and it looks like a fantastic lens, and it's only six hundred quid. Is it one? Well, in that respect, that sounds like it's one for the for the Mullins bag. Uh, yeah, yeah, my <laughs> my um, my bank bag is quite empty at the moment, so it well, might you, have to wait. <laughs> how much did you pay for 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 that for that brand new? What was it, bathroom or kitchen you've just had? Uh, yeah, more than we anticipated. It's, in a, the end. it's a personal question, but it was it was more than it would cost to put a couple of XT fives in your bag. Oh, good God, yeah, um, <laughs> but worth it. We, I mean, our, our bath it's our bathroom, and we live in a, a full, I don't know, three and four, nearly four hundred year old cottage. So the bathroom's in the middle of the house; doesn't have any windows or anything, and. Uh, it, it, the bathroom we had built by Stan, Stan the man, was, was is 16 years old and it was been a fantastic bathroom, but it absolutely, you know, two kids, all that kind of stuff. 
Have you yeah. bought yourself one of those? Whirl- uses the bathroom as well. Have you bought yourself one? Does he? Have you bought? Have you bought yourself one of those whirlpool baths? Because you you'll know by now if you've listened long enough that Kev loves his baths. Yeah. No. No whirlpool, but it's a bigger bath. Is it for the <laughs> yeah. whole family? Yeah, we can all get in there, dogs and all, and the pony. Oh. The other day I heard on, this is a bit of an aside, but just in case you heard it too, there was some feedback on on the BBC feedback show. Martin Lewis had been doing money saving tips. Now, if you're not in the UK, you won't necessarily know who Martin Lewis is, but in the UK, he's like the, the, uh, the god of saving money, isn't he, Kev? Um, yeah, it's Martin Lewis's money money saving tips. Been doing it for money, a few years. Money saving expert. Yeah. Money, that's it. No, uh, is, doesn't he have money saving expert? What, what is it? MoneySavingExpert.com or something? Yeah, but he he set that up as yeah. a from his bedroom, and he he's actually sold that a few years ago. But, oh, did he? Uh, and, he and he made a lot of money out of it. Yeah, yeah which was good. He's <laughs> he's like the advocate for fair fair. That's right. Pricing in the UK. Yeah. He he was suggesting the other day that because of the uh, f- fuel uh, prices and problems that we're facing, etc., that if if you fill up a bath with hot water that you leave the hot water in it because it heats the house now mm-hmm. on, on face value kev that sounds like a really good idea but yep. it turns out that um and this is not a nice part of the story that that younger children have lost their lives obviously to baths being full of water yeah that's very true and so well, yeah. instantly the bbc feedback stuff it blew up with people well, you can't say that um, well, oh, honestly, this world we live in. I mean, yes, I remember an advert when I was a kid. There was an advert that used to come on, and it was a cartoon advert, and mm. it was it was basically all about you know a child, a baby, a toddler could drown in an inch of water in your bath. So be careful about it. That's right, quite rightly. However, listen, if you're grown up enough to write a comment on the BBC, you're grown up enough to not you know if you've got a toddler in the house, you just don't do it, do you? No, get, get a life, people. Just go and <laughs> bang on somebody else's door. <laughs> Just sort of feeling Kev out on this one. Yeah. What's yeah. the score? Like just scored, by the way. What, I was going to say, what's the score? And they've, uh, okay, so so it is now they converted a try as well. Yeah, thirty-one twenty-three. Four minutes left. I feel really sco- sorry for Scotland because they yeah. they had an awful first ten minutes and then they played fantastic. Probably the best I've seen Scotland play for a long time, and now they're going to lose. Which uh, did you watch? I know you wouldn't have watched it, England, because Wales were playing, but England uh, playing yesterday in that uh, semi-final. I watched it in the pub. Oh, yeah. did you? Threw it, threw it away in the... I mean, lit, uh, a, a pass forward, and he thought, oh, no! Right. Oh, no, 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 I'm on about the Rugby Union, not the Rugby League. Oh, the Rugby... I'm talking about the Rugby League with, with no, the pass forward. No, 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 we don't... Do you <laughs> not watch League? In the the, what's the matter with... Why, why can't you watch League? Uh, no, it's a, it's a religious thing. Yeah. Is it? Oh. It's in South Wales, yeah. It's, it's not, okay. not going to be on. Right. Um, but we did have... Okay. There was... Uh, for, because of the World... So this is an interesting story. Actually, it's not that interesting, but it's interesting to me. Because of the World Cup, the, the Football World Cup, mm. um, Cardiff City football were playing at home yesterday, and they never put the football playing at home at the same time as an international. But right. they, have to, they had to play all their games yesterday, didn't they? Because... Uh, football closes down now for until after Christmas for yeah. World Cup. So they they were at home to Sheffield United, and we were uh, me and my mates. We we kind of decamped at this lovely pub called the the City Arms, which is just outside Gate Three, Millennium Stadium, Principality Stadium, as it's called now. And um, you know, it's like the, the old Duffers pub, and we were, I mean, it was the sunshine was out. We were sat outside, and you know, having our Guinnesses. Oh. And this group of, I don't know, eight or nine Sheffield United supporters came along. Oh. Uh, and this is, this is I'm, I'm only talking about them, not generally Sheffield United supporters, by the way. But they were uh, they were singing their Sheffield United songs, which is, you know, in fairness, was, was okay. And, you know, mm. the blah, 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 it's mm. fine. 
But then they got very abusive about Gareth Bale and started calling him all kinds of horrible oh. terms in this in this chant. So I, I went up to them and I was like, Look, "Listen, boys, you know you you're on you're not in the right place. There's eighty thousand passionate Welsh people here. Did you? Uh, you know, go go to the football stadium and sing your your abusive <laughs> song, but but I'd stay away from here. Word to word to the wise. Did they listen yeah. to you? Did they listen to any Mullins sense? They did after a while. Um, they? Initially, they were like, "Who do you think you are?" So I went. Me and Big Nick went and got the bouncers from the from the City Arms, who were a lot bigger than us even bigger than Big Nick uh, oh, walked yeah. over to them and then they, they moved away <laughs> did Big Nick not look at them in a menacing style yeah the problem with Big Nick is he is very tall and, and very good looking actually for for his age and mm. you know very very uh, Crawford man um, but uh, yeah he is he's a lot older than them isn't he so to them we were just like old men mm. but I was like look boys disappear I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mix I wouldn't mess rather with Big Nick he <laughs> Anyway, we should get on with some questions, Kev. Uh, yeah, we should, yeah. Well, hang, we well, should. hang on, there's only eight seconds left of the rugby. Yeah, they got a penalty in the clock. The Who red, he's just going to kick out. Oh, is he going to go for the post or is he just going to kick it out? Hang on, one so, second. So the key, Kiwis have got a penalty. Yeah, but he's just going to kick it out because the clock's gone red. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just so he'll just kick out. it out. Yeah, he won't. Depends whether he wants the extra points or not. Yeah, no, he's just kicked out. There we go. Final score, Scotland 23, New Zealand 31. All in all, quite disappointed with Scotland, who were very, very brave. But boom see what I did? Scotland the brave. Oh, I see, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> who thought that was a good joke from Kev? <laughs> oh, look, you've got lots of fans. Anyway, back to cameras. Right, back to cameras. So, uh, do you want to go with the first question, or shall I...? Uh, you do it, because I totally forgot about that. I haven't got my... I'm going to have to close down Amazon Prime what first. What do you mean you forgot? That's what this program's about, Kev. <laughs> it's about questions. Right, David Swales. We'll start with Dave. Hi, both. Hope you are well. I'm currently in Neil's neck of the woods, about to shoot my last wedding of the year. Are you, Dave? Are you outside the door? Dave? He's in here with your 35mm. <laughs> After hearing a recent question pop up about contracts and insurance, it got me thinking about my own insurance as a photographer. Before my policy automatically renews next year, are there any must-haves that you recommend me having added on to my public liability professional indemnity equipment insurance? I know you already have mentioned about a minimum PL of 5 mil, uh, and then there's a few small QQs to, uh, to follow. As far as policies go, I mean... They're not really very bespoke, are they, Kev? They are what they are. No, somebody did ask me the other day, though, actually, which is quite interesting. Can you get wedding photography um, covered just one day? Oh. Uh, oh. Which I thought was quite an interesting question yeah. because, yeah. you know, they don't shoot. This person didn't, you know, only shoots a handful of weddings a year. In fact, this was their first one and they, they, they weren't sure whether they needed to invest in, you know, four or five hundred quid or whatever it was yeah. going to cost. And I, I didn't know the answer. So I said, speak to a dookie who I use for insurance. Um, and I don't, I still don't know the answer because I never got back to me and told me the answer. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine that somebody like a dookie would have something that specialist. You can do drone insurance on a per shoot basis. Mm -hmm. I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but whether whether you could do a day insurance for a wedding, I, I, I severely doubt it because... Yeah. You know, let's face it. If you, you only need it for twenty days a year, then don't you really, realistically? Yeah, and because all all the photographers would have it, they'd make it too expensive for that, wouldn't they? Yeah. So I don't on know a pro rata basis, but uh, um, anything that you would add, um, I limit the amount of computer equipment that I have when I when I take it out in terms of insurance. That's something to consider. You know, your your photography 
insurance it should cover your business it should be a business insurance don't think of it mm. necessarily as, as photography so if you do take your laptop out you need to make it sure that they're be, yeah. aware yeah. of the value of the laptop and certain parts of the insurance only cover it if it's in your possession rather than in the you know in the boot of the car all of that kind of stuff so yeah just double check everything and and the small stuff that you take with you don't don't uh, when you're setting up your insurance i'm sure you know this dave but i think many people forget to to uh, to put down the sundries I mean, stuff like cables and, and all that stuff that you might think, oh, that's just a cable. Add it all up on your policy because it does count. Yeah, certainly the value of it. Yeah. yeah if they're valuable items. They yeah. are. I mean, um, cabling and just small, just all these small, I mean, camera bags. You've got £1,500 worth of camera bags, Kev. <laughs> more than that, I would imagine. <laughs> it probably is more, isn't it? <laughs> But stuff like that, tripods, uh, lighting uh, stands, all that stuff has a value. And I think often one thing I have heard from uh, people talking about insurance is photographers do tend to just insure their cameras and their lenses. And that's it. And sometimes they're not even putting things like flashes on them. Yeah, almost always like underinsured, aren't we? Mm. You've got, you've got, to, you know, you've got to. You've got, you've got to figure it out. So, for example, I've got, I've got bespoke insurance for my computer in my studio because it was when i bought it um i've had it like four or five years now but it was expensive mm. um and so I've, I've i've added that as a specific item and with a separate insurance uh against it in case uh in case it gets you know i chuck a cup of coffee on it or it goes walkabout or well, do you normally so. chuck cups of coffee on your computer equipment well hey listen it was your computer that blew up yesterday not mine well but this has lasted seven years kev that's Mac for you. Goodness. <laughs> uh, lucky seven. There we go. <laughs> it wasn't so lucky seven. at all blooming thing. Um, some small QQs to follow. Are there any, so here they are, are there often any hidden loopholes with kit insurance? I would assume loopholes means, you know, can you get insurance a little bit cheaper perhaps by doing certain things? Uh, and I no not that i'm aware of yeah tricky road you know, just to... you've just got you you've just you've got to do it you've got to bite the bullet it's you know it's it's the fact um I, I do get angry at people who shoot professionally and by professionally i mean just taking payment of any kind yeah. i don't don't have insurance um well you know. many venues these days i mean we're talking about weddings here but this stretches past weddings too will will ask you for your uh well, certainly for, for your public liability uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so they should. Yeah. Uh, finally, I very rarely have photography students assist me at weddings, but I wonder, do I need extra insurance to cover them? Technically, you should have, uh, well, maybe not technically, but you, know, you should possibly consider, depending on how you're paying them, uh, whether you have employer's liability. Yeah. Which you will, which you will generally have with most policies you take through a dookie for your, your company. Uh, no, no, I don't have. Oh, I have. No, but then again, employees. I've, uh, yeah, I've employed people. Yes. Yeah, so that's the reason I've got it. <laughs> I've opted but, in. But it does depend <laughs> on whether they have their own insurance mm. separately, you see. Mm. So it, that is a little bit complicated. Um, but yes, another one just to, just to kind of be careful of, mm. be aware of is, uh, is that old chestnut. PL has, uh, we've talked about this before, but, uh, some venues has gone up, uh, are requiring 10 million now. God knows what you'd have to do to, uh, I suppose, burn the joint down. <laughs> like like a Blenheim Palace or something. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to uh, to to burn your 500 year old palace down. So, it costs more than to replace Blenheim Palace than 10 million pounds. That's but yeah. true. Yeah, yeah they are. You know what I mean. That. So more. I've noticed that uh, some PL uh, demands are on the on the up 
That's for sure. Right. Um, should we go to the book of face? Yeah. Uh, Cobret says, hi, guys. I think that the X100V would suit me, uh, suit my needs, I should say. Sorry. Although I'm not even entirely sure what those needs are. Uh, obviously, they're quite expensive and impossible to get hold of at the moment. So I'm considering a previous retro version. Can you give us a quick or long rundown of the main pros and cons of each version from F through to V? Uh, thanks much from Worcester. Come well, I won't take too long because there's only the F and V. I thought you were going to say from the 100 through to the V. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the, yeah, basically F and V are, 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 the, are the last two. Yeah, so, yeah. well, well, what, what I will, this is the easiest way to do it, right? So the X100, the X100S is um, about eight times better than the original X100. The X100T is about three times better than the X100S. The X100F is about six times better than the X100. Uh, T and the X100V is about mm, eight times better than the X100F. Yeah. And what about the VS? Oh, wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> is he joking or, or, or is he serious about that? We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah. So ultimately, I mean, you can look at the specs yeah. and the specs will tell you, but often the specs simply just say fast autofocus and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I can tell you that the X100V has the same processor as the X-Pro3, X-Pro4, X-T4, X-T3, all of that kind of stuff. doesn't have the same processor as the new, very new X-T5, X-H2S and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it is, yeah, I mean, if you can stretch the V, you will not be disappointed. Um, but, yeah, if you can get it, which, you know, thanks to tickety-tock, you can't. But the, the F is still a very fine camera. It's yeah. it, it does all depend on, on your needs. Uh, and as I, as I always say, I feel like I repeat this in my sleep, just because there is a newer camera, it does not mean the previous one is worse. You know, you, you have to decide whether you need the different factors. And if you don't, go for, go for the old one. I still shoot. I took my X100V yesterday with me, actually, to, to Cardiff. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought I'd be a hipster for the day. Yeah. Um, so I had it on a little short leather strap that I got from my one of my old film cameras. Nobody nobody came up to me and said, are you a TikToker? So, yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, I can't believe they didn't believe you were a TikToker. <laughs> I know, yeah, especially those uh, Sheffield United fans. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you've got to look at the, the specs, ultimately. Yeah. Um, X100S was, uh, when the X100S came out, it was it was a revelation, really was. Mm. And it still still is a very good camera, of course. Would you feel a bit short-changed with an F, then? Is that what you're saying? No. No, no, no. No. Um, I actually don't feel like there's anything I can do with a V that I couldn't do with an F. Really? Um, no. Um, it, it, I mean, speed-wise, yes. If you want to do continuous focus and, you know, have that, that kind of... Uh, you know, marginally better, um, higher ISO performance, stuff like that. But actually, if you're just taking stills, you, mm. you know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't really notice the difference. There are other things like on the V that you know it has. Uh, I think it has a five or might be six stop um, built-in ND filter. Now it does better filming, of course. But from a stills point of view, you know, you could you could almost definitely do everything you wanted with an F. Did you wear tweed when you took your one hundred with you, being a hipster? <laughs> no, I was actually I was I was all planning on wearing my rugby jersey, but oh, I, yeah. we were we left at eight a.m. Oh. Kickoff was at five thirty p.m. Right, it takes an hour to get to Cardiff. But Big Nick decided that we'd get a taxi at 8 a.m. in the morning. Why? Which is, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so at one minute past eight, I got a text message from him saying, are you coming then or what? 
What? I was in bed. Oh, were you? I jumped out. I went, That's, but actually, um, no, knowing you all these years, though, you are the. You, I, I would always trust upon a Mullins to be there before anybody else. You are. I, you are an early bird. I was just saying to Gemma this afternoon. She was like, "I couldn't believe it." You know, she said, uh, "You are literally never late for anything. Never. No. Ever. Ever. No. I know. I know. I've never known you to be late for anything. Uh, I was still at the taxi by four minutes past eight, though. Were you? I mean, exactly three minutes. Like, yeah, I, of course, so I couldn't find my, my rugby jersey, so oh. I threw on some clothes. Luckily, I'd had a shower just before, but I went oh, to bed. I was going to say, was, was, it, was it Big Nick and Smelly Kev? <laughs> the shower, didn't know, a new shower. They were a new rainfall oh, shower nice, the night yeah. before. I uh, just <laughs> chucked on my clothes I could grab, uh, hurled myself down the hill, and uh, yeah, I was still, I was still in the taxi by four minutes past. Well, Very right. good going. Good effort. If you are going to wear tweed, by the way, I, I saw a band play the other night. And uh, it, it is this style now. If you're wearing a tweed jacket, you've got to put one of those those um, uh, wooden um, reusable forks in your in your pocket at the top there. That's what all the trendy reusable forks. Yeah, it's tr- what trendy kids do. All right, all just right, a little. Re- well, you might need one. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. hold on a minute. I don't need a fork. I've brought one with me. Thank you very much. It's in my pocket. So maybe it's for combing their beards. Oh, that's a good point, because this guy had a big beard. Probably that, yeah. and for pulling up nits and things like that. <laughs> nice, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you very much to pick-time.com for supporting us on this show. Um, they've been with us a little while now. We both use them. Um, fantastic way to uh, show your your galleries of the pictures that you make at your, whether it be a wedding or a portrait shoot or a, a commercial shoot, or whatever, really, for showing to your clients the work that you make and within those galleries being able to design them in such a way that they don't, they don't just look linear. They they actually look like a work of art, Kev. They do indeed. And you can get one month free, which is a recurring one month. So you, essentially you get 30 months for the price of 12 for the duration of your membership uh, by using the code FUJICAST, all in uppercase. Yeah. Right. I'm looking for a Q-ish Q here. Uh, oh, here's one. Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson. That sounds, he sounds famous. Yes, it? It's a cool name. Chase, yeah, Chase is. Yeah. Hi, Kev. Hi, Neil. Um, hello from Washington State. Thanks for the show. I listen to it when I'm delivering mail on my day job. I wish I had somebody like Neil to say my name the way he says Kev. <laughs> say, say Chase really sexily. Go on. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't go Kev. Normally, I'm going Kev, Kevin. <laughs> if you actually edited <laughs> this like show. Deborah, then. <laughs> did, did I? What's your middle name, Kev? David Francis. David. So if I was saying Kevin David Francis Mullins, now I would sound like Gemma. Yeah. She only <laughs> ever calls me Kevin when I'm in trouble. Does she? Are you <laughs> Kevin? Um, so I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever um, mellifluously said Kev. There you go. Just did it. <laughs> Chase. My question is regarding the GFX system. Ah, now you're in Kev's land. I have the X-T4 and love to shoot with it. Never enjoyed a camera more. But nothing beats the... Oh, hang on. I've got to get the chicken ready. He wants the chicken. Nothing beats the bouquet chicken. (coughs) It doesn't. Um, Oh, sorry. Of my Canon 5Ds. (laughs) Sorry. I photographed... Well, it's a different sensor, isn't it? you're, You're not comparing quite literally there. Eggs with eggs, are you, really? Because one's a full frame sensor and the other isn't. Isn't that the difference that that makes here, Kev, when you're using a... When you're was trying that, to get was, was de- that the end of the question? Depth there must be more to the question. No, no, there's more to the question. I just thought I'd deal with that section of it. <laughs> I photograph yeah. weddings and use some great L lenses with those and just love the separation I get with them. But I'm, I'm somewhat eager to make my kit Fuji only because I prefer the colours 
and the ergonomics of the cameras. Is this separation possible? So we're talking about bokeh here, aren't we? With the, with the enormous sensors, instead of using the X system, you see, Kev, what he wants to do is is maybe step into GFX. And, and then he'll feel that he's perhaps getting all the bokeh chicken that he would have with his cannons, but with the Fuji system. I'd love a little bit of advice. The only thing I might say there, I mean, he likes the ergonomics of the cameras, but I wonder if you like the ergonomics of the the smaller grip of, because you've already said you love shooting with the X-T4, and it's going to be very different shooting a GFX to an X-T4, isn't it, or an X-T5? Uh, yeah, although the GFX 100S and the 50S 2 are, are are much smaller than the original GFXs, mm. so... And, but they're still, not, still they're bigger. bigger than X-T4. Yeah, no, yeah, Still yeah, bigger yeah. than a 5D and, and still um, certainly bigger than, than one of the new Canon mirrorless cameras. Well, so you're, you're going to be you're sort of going to, you're going to be going quite heavy. I don't know if it would be bigger than a 5D, I have to say. Really? Um, no, for sure, but okay. yeah, I don't. Right. I don't think so. I think probably close, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, look, you know, you've got you've got three. You're talking about three different systems there, as Neil said. You've got APS-C, you've got full frame, and you've got GFX. Uh, you've got to pick one that you like the best. Oh, is that it? it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is it, isn't it? It's, it's like we we get this question. Uh, you know, we get this question quite often. Mm. Uh, you know, will why don't Fujifilm do a full frame uh, system? And it's like just use a full frame system if you want full frame. Use full frame. Oh, yeah, but he likes the colours. You see, well, yeah, uh, but, and they are most certainly different to the colours you will get out of a Canon camera or a Nikon, like, Nikon, Nikon, or I get it, so I get on. it, I get it. But you, you know, you're it, it's it's you know you only you can choose. There's no uh, you know, going for going for a medium format or as near as damn it medium format sensor is going to present different issues to you um, compared to using you know super fast. Full well, yeah. one of those issues is going to be the, the the sheer speed. If you're shooting weddings, you you need speed, don't you? Yeah, but my point, the reason why I was quite abrupt with my answer is because you know the uh, if it's the bokeh that's important, then you you have to base your decision on the bokeh, and that's it. You know, if that if that really is what's what's the the, the the thing that drives your business drives your passion then then stick with full frame it bokeh for me is not a consideration in any way shape or form never has been but you know it's there are people where it is and so they they must make their decision based on that there will there will not be um at least i'm pretty sure i can safely say this there will not be a full frame fujifilm system um and you know that's that's the way it is i can't personally see like to my naked eye i can't see the difference between something shot on let's say like the 56 mil f 1.2 and the 85 mil 1.2 canon which was the most fantastic lens by the way yeah. you know if i look at the, the, the two images taken the same i probably wouldn't be able to see much of oh, any difference i don't know i think there's quite a mm. large difference in the the feeling of the of the bokeh i think there is a difference of, of feeling there it's difference in the well, no no, no. so, so you're, you're thinking more about how the bokeh is rendered Yes. rather than the actual depth of field that's the, that's a different thing I, used to, so, I, I suppose he's talking about the rendering isn't he yeah. well there you go mm. it's up to him <laughs> oh Kev your bedside manner really <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's an unanswerable question. Is it? It, it, basically, uh, you know, you you can only you can only pick what you what works and what you want. Kevin. Well, that's true. It's one of my favourite songs of all time, by the way, in the hit parade. What, Kevin? No, the Jacksons. Blame it on the bouquet. <laughs> 
Right, interview. We don't have an interview as such this week. We have something very special, though, that uh, was recorded in Japan. And you can tell us all about it, Kev. Yeah, so uh, during our time in Japan, we've still got plenty of stuff to come, by the way, over the over the next few weeks. But if you remember, we did post into the Facebook group, um, please ask us some questions to ask the product planners in uh, Japan. I was about to say Tokyo, but it wasn't. It was in, We were actually in Omiya, which is just north of Tokyo, when this question was answered, or these questions were asked. And uh, so we did read out the uh, the top five or six questions. Some of them were repeated. So uh, here it is. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, you find ourselves uh, in the Omiya office of Fujifilm Imaging Solutions. Um, I'm here with uh, Kevin, obviously, um, and Jun Watanabe, uh, product planner and Takuya, also product planner. Um, and we're here to answer some of your most commonly asked questions, some of my co- most commonly asked questions as well. I've snuck a few in as well, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pass over now to uh, the rest of the team. So uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, number one on the, the hit list, I think, was uh, what have been the main challenges you needed to overcome to develop the fifth generation products of both cameras and lenses. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Jen. Very nice to meet you. And about this question, I think the most important thing is the uh, development of the X-H2S because uh, we have made improvements in uh, especially continuous shooting performance also about autofocus performance so that it can uh, reliably uh, capture uh, fast moving subject uh, such as the professional sports, wild birds, airplanes and so on. And the, these categories uh, have not been fully covered in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we also uh, took on a big challenge of uh, commercializing the file transmitter, the uh, optional grip uh, with an upload function to an FTG server so that it could be used by press and sports photographers. Uh, In order to establish uh, these stable communication performance, uh, we repeated our field test over and over again. Okay, thank you. Um, what would you say are the perhaps the features or products you get asked for the most? Uh, we seem to get a lot of uh, questions about video performance and features. We feel that the needs for video applications is uh, increasing more than ever. Uh, and one, one of the other uh, things that came up regularly was the term Kaizen. Firmware update, update yep. Kaizen, and some people seem to think that it's slowed off, especially for the older cameras. Uh, so, you know, is are there any plans to reintroduce firmware updates to bring the new features, film simulations for the older cameras? So, uh, since uh, many of our latest features and performance uh, have been realized in the generation system, so. Uh, Currently, we do not have any development to all the uh, models at this time. But, of course, uh, we will keep a uh, close eye 
on the customer's uh, request. Okay, yes. thank you. Um, how was the pandemic? How did that impact? When COVID came, did that have a big impact? Are we are we now seeing products that perhaps we would have seen two years ago? Yeah. Uh, also, the parts procurement mm -hmm. problem affected okay. the mass production yep. uh, to some ex extent. But uh, uh, we were able to manage the uh, development phase. Also, there was some impact on the production of the prototypes. Uh, and did you find it difficult working from home a lot individually? Was that is that a challenge for in Japan because you work very closely as a team? Yes. And then suddenly you're very separate. We are d d divided. Yeah. But uh, to use the, our latest technology mm -hmm. like uh, Zoom or something, That's so okay. uh, we can manage uh, from the homework. Mm -hmm. But uh, at least uh, once a week, we, we gather to check the uh, prototype uh, product. Yeah, we, we could manage. Perfect. Um, you've been involved in several products. What was your favorite one to work on and, and, and why, maybe? <laughs> the, my personal yeah. feeling. <laughs> I have a, a strong emotional uh, attachment to product in which I participated from the start point. So uh, I'm uh, very attached to the XH and XT series. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Takuya. I'm working under June. Actually, my uh, first product to uh, uh, involved as a product planning was the XT3. And then actually, uh, that was really tough because, as you know, uh, the camera has got a lot of uh, functions when it, the device is becomes new mm -hmm. devices. Actually, XT3 is also they got the there was a first model to equip the fourth generation model. Mm -hmm. So that was there's a lots of functions to implement. So I need to long a lot yeah. every day. So that was quite tough for me, but I have a lot of memories on the XG3. Good, good, yeah. good, good. It's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that you. it's not just a job, there's emotion attached to yeah. individual cameras. Um, okay, so one of our listeners, Matthew Chan, wrote in and said, I love my Fujifilm cameras for photographing my kids. But for capturing quick on-the-go video in auto mode or shutter priority, the exposure changes uh, are really quite jumpy. I know video features are aimed at pros, but will Fujifilm please try to improve auto video modes to cater to everyday enthusiasts like Matthew? Uh, thank you for your request. Uh, I would like to confirm uh, this problem first. And we are sure that uh, there are many people who record images not only for professional use, but also for vlogging and daily life. So uh, we will continue to improve the performance and the usability for each use. Uh, Phil Tholin Richardson said, uh, are there any lenses that you would like, possibly more personally rather than uh, that are necessarily on the roadmap? Yeah, uh, personally, I would like to see more types of the 
Pausum Renzis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pausum. Personally, I think uh, maybe same because I the Pausum is maybe not mainly but uh, most uh, for a movie. Yeah. Actually, I came from cinema rinse field. Ah, okay. So I'm uh, I was in the like movie field. So I feel more mm, to see another range of the powersums. So the, the, the next one has come up um, quite a lot, but uh, uh, who sent it in? Freak Wiley said, uh, I would love an in-camera HSL slider for color saturation and or luminance. Um, and so would I. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you for your request. Uh, actually, we have not came up with this idea, uh, basically. So, but as always, we will continue to consider new features and firmware updates based on your feedback. Wonderful, yeah. excellent. Add it. We'll have, add, try and add that to the list, that would be great. <laughs> um, okay, Glenn Colleton said, any plans to add in security fee? I thought this was really interesting. Any plans to add security features to any cameras? as they cost more than phones and are far easier to sell on if stolen. Add in a simple security feature for when replacing a uh, memory card and or battery might help. Yeah, actually, again, <laughs> this feature, we haven't uh, come, came up this, with this kind of features, but uh, as he mentioned, uh, the digital camera is much more expensive than a smartphone and then actually the price is going up uh, higher and higher so maybe we need to, we'd better to think uh, like this type of features in future yeah okay next one was uh bjorn Muman who said uh and this has come up several times as well he would really like uh, 65 24 aspect ratio inspired by the x-pan film cameras um on the 40 megapixel x series uh just like the gfx Okay. Uh, thank you for your request. With uh, 40 mega uh, resolution, uh, we, we can get enough pixels, even at uh, 65 by 24. So uh, there are many possibilities mm -hmm. to add uh, another uh, aspect. So uh, we will study uh, those uh, possibilities in the future. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, uh, this is the nicest one we had. Jeremy Meadows said, uh, it's not a question, but please tell them we love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, thank you for your uh, enthusiastic uh, message. So uh, we are uh, planning to make our products uh, even better than before. So uh, please look forward to them. Um, Meg Fail says, I know this was mentioned multiple times, but please, 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 the ISO button <laughs> issue on the XH2S. And for those that are not aware of what Meg is referring to, it's the fact that the uh, you can't currently assign ISO control to a command dial on the XH2S. And a lot of people have requested mm -hmm. that. So about uh, this issue, so... How do you think uh, this could be made easier to use? For, for example, the function buttons mm -hmm. to uh, change the 
ISO or exposure uh, operation? Yeah, I, I, th I think some people would like to be able to assign a command dial to just ISO. And so just when they wrote the, rotate the command mm -hmm. dial, um, yep. and for those people like myself that mostly use auto ISO, I could use that command dial for something else. Mm -hmm. um, but there are plenty of people still who, it's come up a lot mm -hmm. this, mm -hmm. who, okay. because obviously suddenly there is no, you have to go into the menu and, and it's it's a little bit more awkward. Mm -hmm. um, so that option would be great if that's the, something that... The, the direct control. Yeah, yeah direct control okay. of the ISO. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, we were study. Josh Sarah says, and and this is this is actually something that I, I've, lots of people have spoken to me about as well. Is I'd love to see implemented the ability to have the view mode change automatically to exposure preview off when there is a flash or flash trigger in the hot shoe, rather than having to go through the menus to remember, mm -hmm. which isn't always the problem. The problem is remembering to switch it back on. When you take the flash off, oh, I see. Uh, I think it is effective for people who control the exposure of the angle of view, uh, mainly by the light of the flash, uh, such as in a studio. Uh, on the other hand, uh, it may be difficult to set the exposure for users uh, who use the flash to assist with. Uh, Backlighting, mm, such as uh, daylight synchro. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will consider uh, what to do in the future based on uh, your request. Okay. Yeah. So it, I understand. It's mm. it's tricky. Yeah. yeah. Both. Yeah. Things. It's tricky to have it for both. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. And Jeremy Meadows and Josh also um, brought up the uh, <laughs> the mention of uh, internal memory. Um, so the direct question is, please give cameras internal memory so we don't need to worry mm. about forgetting a card again. Uh, um, okay, uh, it makes sense. And thank you for your request. Uh, there used to be uh, cameras with some internal memory, uh, like a, a compact digital camera, but uh, we eliminated it to speed up the uh, response time of the camera. But as you said, it might be useful to have a, a large am amount of uh, internal memory, like a smart smartphone. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a good, good uh, idea. It's a good idea, um, but memory cards also a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that you're, you're always going to end up with some sort of compromise um, and if you add a lot of internal memory, you might be limited by getting that information off because you're only as quick as your, your data transfer after that. It could be a way to potentially have a backup. Um, so I don't think internal memory only is, is, is a way forward. Yeah, I think that there's no harm in it, but I wouldn't want to rely on internal memory as my only option. Yeah, um, my personal preference would be a, a memory card and some kind of internal memory as backup. Mm. I would be happy with that. But both. Both, both. Mm. yeah, definitely. Um, because if it just had internal memory and, for example, when I finish photographing a wedding, I take both memory cards out. Mm. I, put, I keep one on my body, one goes into a, some a part of my car that is, is secure. So if for some reason mm. my car gets stolen, I still have 
nice. you know, the memory card with the, the backup and all that kind of stuff. And the same thing with the camera. So if the camera is in the car mm. with the internal memory, I would still have my memory card. I think that's, that's really reasonable. Mm. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for your time. Andres, did you have any final questions or thoughts in your mind? I, I suppose the, the, the one question is, is has, has product, um, since it's our 10th year of, of the X-Mount, Mm-hmm. Has has the process of product development changed? Because obviously, when we started, we didn't know a lot about interchangeable lens cameras, and now mm-hmm. we have ten years experience. And thanks to people, uh, we get a lot of feedback and a lot of regular feedback. So, has the product planning process mm-hmm. changed over those ten years, or do you approach a new product in exactly the same way as you did ten years ago, or is it because you're doing a second or third version of a product, it's completely different. Mm. Uh, on the beginning, we started uh, X-Series. Uh, we didn't know uh, compare with uh, now. So, but step by step, uh, we get to know everything, like uh, operability or performance. Uh, we, we can fix the uh, the target uh, correctly. So at this moment, uh, 10 years, uh, uh, next 10 years, we, we uh, have to challenge uh, another thing. <clears throat> so another thing means uh, uh, we want to challenge the uh, another uh, value for the users. And uh, uh, the advantage of the X-Series is uh, a good image quality, but uh, uh, small light and lightweight system. Mm-hmm. Not only body, uh, camera body, but also with the interchangeable lens. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will keep uh, this advantage and uh, we, we will add another the value for Users. There we go. Thank you to uh, the product planners in Tokyo. And next week, or oh, no, no, fortnight, two weeks' time, <laughs> we will have the, the next part of uh, our adventure in Japan land. You did a, a lot of adventuring in Japan, didn't you? Yeah, a lot. You squeezed a lot in in three, three, what is it, three or four days? Arigato. At a what? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, we were there, well, we, so uh, six days we were away, but of course, 30 hours of that was up in the air. It was travel, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, to give you some context, we uh, we got there late Thursday. We spent all Friday working, interviewing, factory tours, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I then was whisked back to Tokyo to do my bit for the uh, XT5 launch, the little video clip, and so then Saturday and Sunday was ours, our own. Yeah. Uh, Andreas, bless him, booked us onto all kinds of wonderful things, and we had a, a great oh, couple yeah. of days. Quite exhausting, but amazing. And then Monday and Tuesday was uh, more interviews and uh, work, 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 work. And then, yeah, we came home Tuesday night, I think, or was it Wednesday? can't remember. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we came home. Yeah, no Tuesday. Well, I'm glad you had a nice time. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'd have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you both worked that, that it was a date I couldn't go. <laughs> oh, no, 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 definitely not. It all, it's because you can blame, you can entirely blame the X-T5. Can I? Yeah, it was all to do with uh, that. Blue and XT5, eh? <laughs> um, but did you fly back into Heathrow, by the way? Yeah. Do you know how much it costs 
to uh, to land a plane, just just to land a plane and take it to the Skywalk or Skyway or whatever they call those things. No idea. Well, I, I can't believe it's this much, and I, I will wait for one of our endearing, amazing listeners to say, <laughs> Neil, stop it. It's not that much at all. But we went. Um, my my uh, my youngest son Thomas and his friend William really into photographing trains, planes, and automobiles. And we went to Heathrow. There's a really great place where you can um, you can photograph as the planes. Then you feel the power of them literally over your heads as they head onto the main runway, or, or one of the runways. And um, a guy turned up uh, on a bicycle with a, um, and he looked a bit flustered. He said, "Has the A380 gone over yet?" I said, "Well, it's been a few." He said, "No, no, it's the." And he, he was, it was a particular one. I said, "No, I don't. I don't think that one's gone over. No, you're okay." And he pulled out this huge camera with the longest lens you could possibly ever see. And um, turns out he works for, uh, he's one of the baggage handlers at Heathrow. And he said to me, I said, well, <laughs> surely you've had enough of aeroplanes all week. Will you come out and photograph them at, uh, at the weekend as well? He said, yeah, he said, I love it. I love everything to do with aviation. And we, we got talking and he said, uh, that plane, there's that. Now that cost £10,000 just to land. I said, what, 10000 quid? said, yeah. It's the most. It's one of the most expensive airports in the world. Wow! Can't yeah, be. I know. Can't be. And I know they have to. They have to pay. They have to keep. They, they fly even if they're empty, don't they? Just to keep their slots. That's right. And uh, recently, one particular airline, I think it was Air New Zealand. I think might be wrong, but they said, "Oh, we can't do this anymore. We don't want to do this anymore." So it was bought by another airline, and the slot was something like fifty million. Fifty uh -huh. million. Either that, he was just telling me figures, and I was believing everything he said. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that at all. It's wow. a very expensive thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, there we go. That's. I've given up my idea of having Kev Neil Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine us running an airline for people that don't like turbulence? <laughs> right, <laughs> flying around all of the clouds in the rain. I know. Right, questions. Is it book of FaceTime, or do you want one from email? What do you want to do? Uh, I got another Facebook here. Go on, so. Lads, this is Chris J. Guy. Lads, mm. I shoot weddings with two times XT3s and a 100V. I'm forever setting the camera time on them. After a few weddings, one or two of them end up out of sync, which is a massive pain in the ass. Oh, I know it is. Yeah, yeah. His words. Yeah. Why do you think this would be happening? Um, well, the reason it happens is because they, all of these devices have their own internal CMOS batteries, yes. which are responsible for keeping things like the time. And, you know, just like things watches and stuff do kind of sometimes fall back a couple of seconds it just happens there's you know there's no way of avoiding that um however you don't need to keep resetting your um your cameras you don't need to sit there uh, as i used to do sit there in the car and press get the times all right and, and then press okay at the same time all you need to do is install your app and install the fujifilm app and then uh switch on the syncing of time turn the turn each of the cameras on uh, bluetooth you can switch it straight off afterwards, so it doesn't bother anything else. Uh, nothing else will happen afterwards, and just um, use the app to sync time. So the app will then use yeah. your phone's uh, time, and so that's what I do just before every wedding. I just plunk them all onto the app, press set up the time, and then they're all done. And the app works for you? Yeah, for that it works seamlessly. Mm. I know there are issues with the app, um, but yeah, I mean the app always works for me when I use Bluetooth. I do have trouble with it using Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, but for sending images, but Bluetooth 
never had a problem. Um, but Wi-Fi is, you know, is meant to be quicker and so a bit of a problem. But yeah, I mean, there are issues with the app, but I think that I think Fujifilm are aware of that. In all the time I've owned Fujifilm cameras, I never knew you could do that. Yeah, That's that. twice I've had that question. Somebody oh. asked me that a couple of weeks ago as well. Well, not on this show, surely. No, 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 offline, like a direct message. Although I was going to say, I, I must have been watching rugby that day. No, just somebody randomly messaged me. I don't bother answering them anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not going to be an ambassador. They can. <laughs> Kevin, no, no, you're, you're. I've always thought, as a former ambassador, you would always still play by the rules. An ex ex photographer. Yeah, I, I will, and of course yeah. I will. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a big friend of the of the company. Um, although I have taken to being a little bit more abrasive with my replies on YouTube now. <laughs> Abra- abrasive, or do you just mean abrupt? Uh, ab- what's a- what does abrasive mean? Or Maybe shorter. Abrasive word. is is like a bit spiky. Yeah, that's the right word. Then you're yeah. being spiky with people. Yeah, I had somebody having a go at me the other day. I put some pictures up from the XT5, uh, and I said at the beginning, "This is not a review. These are just some pictures I took. I, you know, didn't have the camera long enough for me to feel like I could justify putting a review out there." Right. Um, which, of course, <laughs> a lot of people do do reviews based on just holding the camera for two minutes. Um, but I like to shoot a wedding and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I said, look, I, I only had it for five days. I was not in a, in, in a work capacity, so I'm not doing a review. However, here's some pictures. Uh, and this guy was like, you, you know, this is a rubbish review. Oh, no. uh, and also Fujifilm, you know, you, they should be embarrassed because their cameras are, uh, they look beautiful, but their, their processors are rubbish and blah, 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 blah. And I just replied and said, well, ooh, I bet you're fun at a party. <laughs> And, uh, and then he came back up me and he said, and he said, uh, he went on, he said something like, uh, you know, your images, oh, they're just black and white. That doesn't show us anything. You know, and you, if you, if you choose, uh, Fujifilm cameras to shoot for your business, then, then, you know, you've been doing your client. Oh, that's what he said. He said, your clients have got no idea what good photography is. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and I just went off on one. I was like, "Oh no!" So you didn't say, oh, "I've had enough now." You went, you went back on him. Yeah, I thought old Kev would have just gone. All right, yeah, whatever your yeah, opinion. Yeah. But new, new XX photographer Kev. Was like, <laughs> well, all right then, matey. Let me see some of your pictures, and don't you ever, ever bring the integrity of my clients into doubt on my own channel ever. Yeah. Or expect to come round and have a bath. Yeah, all that. Yes. <laughs> oh, Some people and then just. Another guy had to go at me for. No, not another one. Oh, this, is a, this isn't a review. No. And, and I was like, look, pal, oh, if you no. look at my channel, you'll see many hundreds of hours of free content I've put yeah. a lot of effort into for my 90 quid I get from AdSense every year. So if you want to have a go at me, you know, have a look through the channel first or go and look at some other, someone else's channel. You, you, I said you had a choice. I said, I said at the beginning, it's not a review. You chose to carry on doing that, yeah. listening or watching the video. I said you, you were the one with the problem, not me. And I know where you live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably a Sheffield United fan. <laughs> oh, Kev, you said you wouldn't do that. Oh, dear. I, I understand why. I mean, I, I remember talking to you about, I think we had a question once about all the funniest, funniest, that might may not be the correct word, but things that have been said while you've been making videos. I think one of the weirdest ones you had was something to do with your fingers or something. My teeth. No, you, well, wasn't it fingers as well? That fingers they, and teeth. Yeah, I've had yeah. it all. Yeah, eyebrows. I've had a lot. Yeah, I've had a lot. Um, you uh, can't take pictures. You've got funny teeth. The best one was was uh, <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> somebody said of it when the XT5 was they were doing the 
the launch video. Um, I was looking through the comments afterwards and somebody said, who's that wedding photographer with the stupid teeth they've picked? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, lovely how to make somebody feel good <sighs> the, best, the best one was was when i was in Fotokina, yeah. and they filmed it and they put it on uh on the internet mm. and uh and somebody written it was the it was when the, the original gfx 50 was was launched 50r or whatever it was and and i'd done a review of it and it was a really i put a lot of effort into this review and uh somebody just put on the on there doesn't matter what camera he's got look at his horrible teeth <laughs> Oh. And Gemma replies, "Did she? <laughs> oh, she said, don't mess said, with uh, Gemma." Yeah, she <laughs> said. Um, she said something along the lines of, "Hello, this is Kevin's wife here. I love him very much. He's a very, very good photographer. Yeah. Uh, I like his teeth. You, my friend, are." <laughs> oh no, she did not. Oh no, he said. He said, "You, my friend, will always just be." I had to remove that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but no, but, you know, no rolling into my nearly ex-ex photographer. Yeah. This abrasive, is the, yeah. abrasive mood. Yeah. Yeah. This, I won't remove those. <laughs> this is Kev V 2.0, isn't it? Maybe I'll just delete my YouTube channel. And just no, 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 there's super stuff on there. No, you should know. Don't ever be put off by the few people that, that moan and complain. And, and well, you know, this, you, you're, yeah. you're, you've, you've known this forever. Um, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. No. I'm just, you know, that's it. No. Like, yeah. Well, I can take on Sheffield United supporters. I can take on an, <laughs> an anonymous Pete on the internet who's probably yeah. sat in his mum's basement eating pizza and Careful. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we move on? Stephen yeah, Champion has written in. Hello, St Stephen likes you. Um, so that's good. Hi, Neil. Hi, Kevin. Uh, question to you both. As the son, oh, sorry, as the, start again, as the dad, uncle. Don't be worried then, <laughs> especially if he's from Merthyr Tidville. As, as Kevin's son, where's this going? I should have read this question beforehand. Um, as the dad, uncle, son in the family with the camera, I sometimes get asked to bring along your camera to family events. Oh, no, here we go. You've got a nice camera. Can you bring it along? Um, I'm happy to do this for the experience, although I explained to them it might go horribly wrong as I'm not a professional and I just shoot for fun. So far, so good, and people seem happy to get the shots back. My question is reference um, a recent family event, my daughter's engagement party. Congratulations, your daughter. It was conducted in a family garden. It was only when I got home I noticed how some garden lights and wiring was growing out of people's heads and the fence used as a backdrop to lots of group and couple shots was looking pretty poorly maintained and needed repainting. I spent many happy hours in Photoshop uh, repainting that fence over and over again to remove bare wood and flakes of paint and also became a Photoshop electrician removing garden lights and wires. There's a few questions here. Was this a rookie mistake that you professionals never make? The answer to that one, Stephen, is no, I've made that mistake as well. I always remember shooting a load of portraits and somebody saying, why have you got that, that building that looks like it's condemned in the background? And I must admit, I just didn't see the building that looked like it was going to be condemned in the background. I was thinking more about how to get pictures of all these people before the rain clouds descended upon us. Have you made that mistake, Kev? Uh, I yeah, probably. I, was, I mean, yeah. 
you know, I, one of the things, if you're if you're trying to shoot in a candid way, which just doesn't sound like it was, is to always try and think about the background when you're yeah. shooting and, and mitigate it as much as you physically can. But yeah, it's not it's it's not something I come. It's not always possible either, because sometimes you'd be working at a venue, and uh, now this could be weddings. Sure, I know we've done a lot of wedding centric stuff today, but it it's you know it, it's it it can be applied to lots of different styles of photography. That's for sure. That you'll be asked to shoot somewhere, and you think, right, okay, the the sun is doing a horrible thing, and I can't find a shaded area that doesn't have some sort of you know when you put them in the shaded area. But the problem is that the sun's shining out the, the, the back end of it and or through the branches behind, and so then you've, you've got an overexposed sort of bits. and you know, oh, Sometimes you can't win with light, can you? Yeah, I mean, you you got to, you know, you, you, all you, you just chalk it up to experience. Uh, I probably wouldn't have gone and airbrushed it all out and everything, especially if it, was, uh, it wasn't a professional thing. But, but, you know, that's entirely up to you to do that, of course. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, you've, you, you, you've learned a lesson and lessons are there to be learned from. One thing I, I do have now is a couple of speed lights in the car. I don't tend to like to do this, but uh, as we head into winter, I guess there is going to come a few gigs where I do this with a few portraits that I do. I'll pop those up and say, let's go inside and get these shots. It might be easier than trying to find somewhere outside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, absolutely. That might have helped you. Do you study your backgrounds purposefully or does it just come naturally to you now? <laughs> like when, when sometimes you say Neil to me, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, Kev. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not really. I mean, yes, for the group shots, I do try and think a little bit about it. But other than mm. that, like I say, it's from, it, it all depends on the style you shoot, doesn't it? And, you know, I like composition moment. I've already got to remember those three things yeah. and comp- backgrounds comes into composition. So like composition moment, keep that in your brain forever. And, and you will, you'll, you'll kind of work your way around these things. Yeah. Will you own up to any clangers of your own? Well, you just did, didn't you? So yeah, uh, I've always yeah, but I, I would, probably wouldn't have that as uh, the main debating point if I'm talking to a prospective client. But, there is uh, a picture on my website somewhere, uh, and it's still on there. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you which one. Um, where it does look like it's a candid shot. It's not a portrait or anything, but it does look a lot like the guy is um, uh, in a compromising situation. Hang on a moment. Warning, warning. That's all I'm going to say. Not one of those weddings, Kev. (laughs) It was a nice wedding. The picture's really nice, but if you look at it from a certain perspective, then it looks uh, a little bit... um, Suspect. Risky. I'm going to look for that now. Right, this is your challenge for the next seven days. Uh, No, next 14 days, fortnightly. Mm -hmm. Next 14 days, find that picture... Are we allowed to do a screen grab of it? For, <laughs> yeah, I know it's copyright. Be, 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 be great uh, my SEO, this. Let, Everybody yeah, can well, it through my website. So find that image, do a screen grab of it, and send it in. <laughs> I'll tell you if it's the right one. <laughs> is there a prize? <laughs> uh, yeah, the prize is uh, eternal uh, humour in it's your a, brain forever. A, yeah. And everybody else. I will honestly tell you if it's the right one. I tell you what, the prize will be a float in Kevin's new bath. <laughs> So I think it is important to own up to clangers. And if you make mistakes, you're only human. And I have had moments where clients have questioned things. And instead of saying, yeah, but blah, I I am certainly not above saying, that's a fairly good point. I shot it for this reason, but I can see why you're saying that. Uh, And yeah, I, I get that. I'll take that one on the chin. 
I think it it, um, it diffuses many a situation, that sort of thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to learn, haven't you? And yeah. Take things on the chin. That's the whole point. Yeah. Lastly, absolutely. as Kev is a documentary wedding photographer, would he have documented the shabby fence and the dodgy electrics in the first place? I think the answer, actually, I'm going to answer, ask, uh, answer, answer even for Kev, is yes, he would, because it's real life and authentic. Exactly. Or in this case, authentic. <laughs> yes. Um, right, next one from the uh, Book of Faces. Okay, so we have one for, I'm going to go back. We've got quite a few questions, so I'm going back in a little bit. Uh, this is quite a long one. This is from Paul Sillard. Oh, <laughs> Paul, where have you been? Yeah, yeah, Paul's, actually, he did post this four weeks ago. So uh, he pulls uh, he pulls me up. He says, but the first thing he says is, by the way, please mm. pronounce my name without the Z. So Zillard. there we go. What, what, are we, what were we doing then? Uh, well, I was, you weren't. I was calling it Zillard because there's a Z in it. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I've said this before about silent letters. Pointless. What a waste. <laughs> waste. Anyway, he he specifically mentioned it, so I don't think we should labour the point. Probably not. Uh, but at least I got it right, you got it wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're the good guy, I'm the bad guy. So here's another topic to say. Penny for your thoughts. It relates yes. to Fuji film Glassware and Gas, uh, gear acquisition syndrome for those mm -hmm. who don't know. What are your thoughts regarding some of the older XF lenses? In particular, I'm thinking of the original 18 F2, 35mm 1.4 and 56 1.2. Some people pursue ad adapted oldie lenses, yeah. uh, but few people talk about the older XF lenses. They all have uh, new whiz-bang L replacements, 18mm, 1.4, 33, 1.4, 56.2, etc., etc. I realise that the new lenses have very high resolution, faster focusing and weather sealing. Yep. I get that. Uh, the flip side to these include character and feel and, of course, lower cost, which make them more affordable, especially if you pick up a pre-loved specimen. Um, pre-loved pre specimen doesn't sound right, does no, it? it doesn't, no. really. Uh, in, it sounds <laughs> okay. like one of your old loves. My case. Uh, <laughs> I, I took one of them to the doctor's a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, in, in my case, Kevin. In my case, I didn't actually. I've been to the doctor since I was eighteen. In my case, I already what? own the three lenses. No, I know I should, but I don't. Uh, in my case, I already own the three. This is XX photographer Kev talking. I already own the. I already own the three lenses I mentioned. However, I want to shoot more dog photos using the animal recognition feature of the XH2 and need fast AF for the little critters. So my personal dilemma is. If I were to buy only one of the newer offerings, then which should it be for animal portraiture? And after buying a new super duper lens, should I keep the older versions for its character or Ooh. let it go? Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then he says, uh, P.S. If I'm allowed to, of course you are. And everybody, anybody can do this, by the way. Um, my website, it is, I'm going to spell it out. Uh, R-E-M-E-K-T-E-K-Media.com. Remek techmedia.com no z in that at all r-e-m-e-k-t-e-k media.com uh, i have a quick squiz at the dog section he says it's under development but yes very good um yeah what would you do well i think you i think if you're gonna gonna get the advantage of fast focus which he's talking about you can't be i mean i've got it here you can't be using one of the old 18 millimeter the f2 one that's uh, no you've you've really got to you've got to buy the latest glass to make to take advantage of that situation surely haven't you with yeah i would say yeah you yeah, need yeah. you need the um uh, the ones with uh, the rapid motor yeah. the uh, what they call it sunday afternoons linear motor you need a linear motor one for for to really to make use of the yeah, yeah. et detection yeah um, i mean I've, I've got your 60 mil macro here look which is a beautiful yeah. lens Wonderful. But but you that that 
Um, I miss that event. Well, that would take far too long to focus. You could bring up two kids and send them to university in the time that that takes to focus. Yeah. And so then, I mean, to got, be, and I've got your thirty-five millimeter here as well. Uh, oh, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be succinct about it, Paul, I would probably go for if you're doing pets and you want. Uh, you mentioned portraiture, but you also mentioned like uh, them running around. So, yeah. if you you know if they're sitting still and you want a nice pet portrait, then you want to go for a longer focal length. I would say the fifty six. No, not, not. fifty six. Yeah, the fifty. See, the problem with the fifty, the new fifty six is it doesn't have a linear motor. Yeah. So, whilst I've shot road races with it, um, I, I would still suggest the thirty three, one point four with a linear motor and Better. just you know. Just stand a little bit closer yeah. uh although it depends how broly the pets are <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's probably the one i would go for and then yeah you've got you've got your older you've got your older trilogy of lenses for the character then haven't you if you have to yeah. swap one out i would go bring in the 33 and then probably drop out the 35 1.4 the original because that keeps you then with the longer lens the 56 1.2 original and you've got the 18 mil f2 then as well for the kind of context setting problem solved i thought you said that was a long question i, I made it a lot longer than it was <laughs> Did you? All right. Um, have we got time for a QQ? Shall I see if we got a, a quick QQ? Well, by the virtue of the fact that QQ is a quick QQ. I don't think I've got a QQ here. Um, maybe we have. Naraman Musavi. Um, hi, guys. I was closely following your discussion on the meaning of bi-weekly. The answer, <laughs> which Neil finally Googled, boggles the mind. It occurred to me that based on these findings, bi-weekly and bi-monthly can mean the same thing. Anyways, today my question to you is hypothetical. There is a question. If you could only take one camera, one lens, Fujifilm, of course, to a wedding, which combination would you choose? Um, may I go first on that one? Yes. X-H2S now. And mm, this is going to be tricky because it is my favourite focal length, but it's probably not going to be great for the entire wedding. But you've only said one lens, so it's going to be the 56. Yeah. Uh, if I could only take one camera and one lens... Uh, I would say well, I would probably. It it's hard to because if it's a professional thing, then I, I wouldn't say the X100V, but I would go with the X100V. If it's professional, uh, then and I could only have one lens, one camera, and everything else had to be deleted from my life. I would go X Pro Three. Uh, yeah, X Pro. Yeah, X Pro. The latest X Pro. <laughs> And the uh, eighteen mil, the new eighteen mil lens. I thought you'd ground to a halt then. I did. I get, my head is all in the in the in the skies. Yeah. Specs Pro and the eighteen mil. Thank you. Okay, that's it. My thanks, um, or our thanks. Sorry, um, to uh, our wonderful sponsors, Pick Hyphen Time dot com. What is the offer that uh, you can take advantage of, Kev? Uh, use the code FUJICAST, all uppercase, and uh, you will get one month perpetual, one month uh, free. Uh, just do it. It will honestly make your life much nicer. As nice as coming round for a bath in your brand new bath, Kev. Yep, absolutely. Horses and all. Were you not, were you not tempted to actually do the show from the bath this week? Uh, maybe I am. <laughs> I think maybe we should do that. One week we should have Kevin the Bath as the, as the, as the show. That's, uh, <laughs> that's it for this. Well, we've done well with questions at the moment, actually. Normally we're saying at this point, if you don't send questions in, that's it. We're going to have to fold. But we've we've yeah. done all right, actually. So um, but we could always do more. How do you send them in? How do you send the question in if you're going to do it via the, the Book of Face, Kev? Just go to the Fujicast Facebook group, search for it and find it and uh, join the group. And there is a pin thread at the top 
which actually I've just realised says uh, new year, new questions for the show. So I must have posted that last January. Maybe it's time for an update. But no, we'll, just leave it there. It'll be fine for the January coming. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving. See, I'm saving letters. Yeah, yeah you are. You're not wasting letters. Uh, or if you want to send in an email, click at fujicast.co.uk. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.